Welcome to the Net Zero Podcast, where we talk all things sustainability with industry experts, Net Zero clients, partners, and colleagues. In this podcast, we hope to share information, knowledge, and experiences of the journey to Net Zero. Games developers and sustainability might not be the first pairing that would come to mind. And in this episode, Stuart Martin, Chief Executive of Hyperluminal Games, explains how they're starting their journey to net zero. We started by Stuart describing the company to me. We're a work-for-hire games development studio based in Dundee, Scotland. We have a team of around 60 uh, games developers, ranging from engineers all the way through to quality assurance testers, and we develop games for companies all over the world. Why did you start off in this journey to net zero? Yeah, there's a few reasons, right? I mean, obviously there is... There's a planetary reason, right? Just looking after the environment, sustainability for for the human race, and trying to to do our bit towards those ambitious goals that the governments have set out. But then there's also the the business reason, and actually, Hyperluminal as a company has always looked towards a set of six pillars, and one of those pillars is sustainability. And that sustainability across a, a wide spectrum is about how we build games, how we treat our staff and also how we run the business. So naturally, net zero falls into how we run the business and trying to become carbon neutral um, in some way helps helps meet our business objective for the long term of being a sustainable games developer. And how have you found that your employees have actually taken on board this new venture? The the whole team have been very collaborative. We pulled together a a sort of hit team of a few individuals that were incredibly uh, passionate about it that have been helping me along the journey to try and fulfill the requirements of the net zero scheme. Um, And now we're just at the point where actually we're starting to deploy some of those initiatives out into the wider team. And it's been received incredibly well. Everybody knows how it aligns with our business goals and and aligns with the modern way that we're trying to build HLG. So they're incredibly excited that their company cares so deeply and is willing to actually invest time and money into these initiatives. And thinking about the challenges that you might face in, in this venture, before you set off, what did you think the challenges would be? Yeah, the challenges, main challenge for me in the, in the beginning was just the, the terminology and the documentation and just the, the scope of what we were trying to undertake. Because there's a big difference between just being green and trying to recycle well or, or pick a green supplier for your electricity comparatively to actually running a business within the guidelines that have been set. So navigating a lot of that documentation in the early stages and really starting to understand the science behind what makes your company carbon neutral was, was a massive challenge. You know? And that's where we stepped in with our, our partnership with Net Zero to really help us through that process and to, to guide us through the jargon, all the terminology um, and streamline that so that we could really focus on the initiatives themselves and actually making an impact rather than the, the traditional government paperwork. We've established that you're on the beginning of this, this journey. You're in the, uh, the hinterland as you're moving towards net zero. What do you imagine, from where you are right now, what do you imagine the challenges to be? Bearing in mind that we will probably come back to you in a year's time to play you this clip back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfolding all the time, right? And it's changed. My, the challenges have changed even in the short space of time we've been on that journey. 
But I do imagine going forward as, as a technology-focused company that relies on third-party suppliers for a lot of our connectivity, um, big servers in the US, data management, navigating uh, you know, processes for GDPR, et cetera. I imagine that that external usage and just the general electricity that is required to run those systems is probably going to be the hardest thing for us to reduce long term, especially as the company is on a growth trajectory. Um, beyond that, is is just a fairly simple business. You know, we don't have huge logistical supply chains, so really trying to drill down into the stuff that we are impacting um, is is the main challenge there. Thank you, Stuart. That's been very interesting. Thanks again for your time. No problem. Glad I could be involved. Thanks again for listening, and if you require further details, please don't hesitate to contact us or visit the website where you find additional information, including more podcasts like this.